every so often we should revisit things that meant something to us in our earlier years, in our younger years. And this is because every seven to ten years or so, we mentally reinvent ourselves. We become new persons in some ways. Our old frames of reference, our old frames of references become modified or discarded or adapted. We've achieved a larger number of life experiences. We have different perspectives. We have different priorities. We have different ways of seeing the world. And because of this, the things that once attracted us when we were younger maybe mean something very different when we're older. And this is a very interesting experiment, and I really encourage you to do this yourselves. You should really do this because it's it's difficult. You know, you when you're when you're the organism, when you're when you're the tree, when you're the animal that's growing and adapting as the years go, you you can't really detect how you've changed. Because when you try to recall what you were like when you were younger, say 20 years earlier or 30 years earlier, you can't really do it. Because the present mind interferes with the way your mind apprehended things when you were younger. You can't really transport yourself back in time. And this is why objective ways of analysis are the best. Things like photographs, things like journals, diaries, letters. These give us a better idea of the way we were thinking at the time. Because if you just try to rely on memory alone, you're not going to get an accurate picture because memory fails in many ways. Memory is not as reliable as we think it is. It is in some ways, but not always. So this is why I decided to make this podcast about revisitations. Revisitations. So what do I mean by that? Revisitation is revisiting things that once meant something to you when you were younger. Movies, books, even people. But movies or books are a good way to start, a good place to start. And I think if you try to do this, you're going to be startled by just how different your perceptions are. And I did this myself just a few weeks ago. I decided to take a look at a couple movies that I had liked years ago, one in the 80s, one in the 90s, early 90s. And I was very, very surprised at just how different my perception was, just how different my perception was than it was at the time. So let me give you my examples of that. Let me talk to you about uh, what I'm referring to specifically. I decided to see a movie that, um, you know, was a big deal when I was in high school. You know, it was one of those movies that got a lot of publicity. Everybody talked about it. Everybody thought it was great. And this was Risky Business, Tom Cruise's Risky Business. And I think this came out in, I can't remember, 83, 82, 83. I can't remember exactly. But it was a big deal you know, when I was a kid. And uh, everybody thought it was cool and funny and hip and on this and that and the other thing. And, you know, I hadn't seen it in, you know, since the 80s, basically. So I, uh, I, I turned it on and I saw it. And, uh, you know, I was really surprised. I, I was surprised that how a movie that once seemed so funny and clever and uh, edgy now looks very dark very cynical, very kind of mean-spirited. 
I didn't like it. I did not like it. I, I found it very, very uh, cynical, very, very dark, very dark and very cynical. Those are the two best adjectives I can use to describe it. I mean, think about it. You've got a guy, you've got a kid, his parents go on a trip and he turns his, he turns his own parents' house into a whorehouse and he makes money out of that. And he thinks that that's funny. That's, that's really cute. That's really great. You know, time of your life, you know, um, it just it just had a ring of falsity to it, and then you've got this this whole ridiculous concept, this ridiculous idea that you've got sort of the call girl with the heart of gold who's going to step in and help you help Joel become a man and help him achieve his dreams and help him make money. I mean, what a lot of nonsense that is! What a what a load of bullshit that is, man! You know, anybody who knows anyone who's ever been around or had any any dealings with you know women from this this uh coming from this perspective knows that they're not they don't have a heart of gold you know they're very mercenary they're cutthroat they're um they're, they're not they're not companions that you're going to hang out with and they're going to help you and they're going to do favors for you it doesn't work like that you know so basically a movie like this is feeding kids lies it's feeding people bullshit you know, dressed up as comedy. And um, I just found it just really, really dark. I mean, it's everything about it, just the way it was shot, the, 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 the lighting, the mood. And there's some great music, you know, Tangerine Dream has a great uh, score, great soundtrack. But it, uh, it, just, it just had a ring of hypocrisy to it and a falsity to it that I just really rubbed me the wrong way. You know, as a man of, say, 53, you know, looking back at a movie like that, you see things that are very, very different. You know, this idea that the, 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 there's this undercurrent running through the movie that, you know, just making money is the greatest thing and that's the only thing that matters and we don't, we don't need to do anything with our lives except make money and chase money. And it's a perfect expression, I think, of that, that 80s ethic that really in, in many ways uh, hurt us, has hurt us in the long term set the stage for real corruption problems, moral corruption problems. Now, I know you're going to say, if you hear this, you're going to say, oh, come on, Quintus, lighten up. Lighten up. It's just a movie. You're reading too much into it. It's not a big deal. It was all meant to be tongue-in-cheek. It's clever. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not so sure. I think that things matter. I think that what you see on the screen what you read on a printed page matters. These things matter. And I don't think you can just brush it off with a shrug of the shoulders and say, well, it's no big deal. It's just a joke. No, it isn't. These types of things matter. And, and this is sending out a message. And that's, that's the message. The other movie that I saw that is worth talking about, maybe on a more positive note, was 1991 or 92's uh, Point Break. Famous movie, Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves. You've uh, probably all seen it. And I'd always liked this movie. I'd always liked it. But when I saw it again, I liked it even more. When I saw it, and I hadn't seen it in maybe 20 years, and uh, when I saw it again, I liked it even more than I did back in the 90s. It was just incredible. I was just really surprised at just how good this movie was. Not not just the story. You've got a very, very compelling story, a very racy narrative. You get this 
interlocking story, this guy trying to learn how to surf and, you know, sort of uh, uh, make himself accepted by the the, uh, the surfer crowd. And then you've got this story of these bank robbers. And yeah, of course, it's, it's ridiculous. The, the whole premise is preposterous. But man, it's just so well done. The movie is just spellbinding. You can't take your eyes off the screen. The action is nonstop. The characters are memorable. The dialogue is fresh. The overall feel of the movie is very positive. And it's just edited very, very well. I just that, that was what really surprised me, just how well edited it was. You've got these very, very good scenes, like this foot chase scene through the back alleys of L.A. with a guy wearing a mask, no less. It's incredible. The stuntman, whoever pulled that off, must have really been choking for air, but... It's just a, a really, really well done movie. And again, it just goes to show you how when you see something or read something a long ways away from your original exposure to this material, you're going to see things that are, that are different to you. It's going to mean more to you because you're a different person. Because you're a different person. So again, I'm just using these two examples. I'm using Risky Business I'm using Point Break, these two movies, as just examples of how I began to know, how I, not began to notice, but how I um, am ever more aware of the need to revisit old places, old things, because it's a way to measure your progress in life. As I said earlier, you're a different person than you were 10 years ago. You're a different person than you were 20 years ago. You're a different person than you were 30 years ago. And so it's only natural that these things that once meant something to you are going to mean something very, very different to you. And only by revisiting these things will you really appreciate this. And in many ways, it should make you feel proud. It should make you feel glad that you've developed as a man, that you've managed to cross this great barrier of time successfully and navigate all these turbulent waters and arrive at the station that you have arrived at in life. So this is something I really think you need to, to wrap your mind around and to process and to do that. So I urge you to do that. It doesn't have to be these movies. Pick your own movies. You know, I'm from a certain generation, a Gen X generation. I'm 53 years old. So you're maybe a different generation. Maybe if you're a millennial individual, you're going to have different movies that meant something different to you when you were growing up. You know, that's just how it is. Same thing with songs or books. So experiment. Try these revisitations and see just how far you've come, just see how far you've grown. All right. I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night. <laughs>